KBUT, The Butt, New Las Vegas Radio. Get ready to feel something. You're listening to Dr. Whoever. U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock. At the tone, Eastern Standard Time, 17 hours, 48 minutes, 45 seconds. Universal Time, 22 hours, 48 minutes, 50 seconds. U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock. At the tone, Eastern Standard Time, 17 hours, 49 minutes, exactly. Universal Time, 22 hours, 49 minutes, 5 seconds. Vegas Radio. This is the Doctor Who Ever Project. Stand by. Many kinds, where can we start? We like them dumb and we like them smart. I like the ones with the pretty eyes. Well, I like all kinds of guys. Stop. What happened? How about the ones we especially like? Which ones? You know, the ones with the cards and Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. It is November 19th, 2021. Grab your emotional support animal and get ready for a dose of reality. You're stuck on KBUT, the butt. This is Dr. Whoever. Hey, Dr. Whoever. Let's get this show on the road. Boom. Well, how you doing over there, Mr. Jesse? Good. How about yourself, Doctor Whoever? Doing good. I'm doing good. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Well, there's big news today. All kinds of crazy news happened today. I feel like in just the past like hour, right? It's like. That uh, the shooter in Wisconsin, he's free. The, the Congress just passed some other bill as well, and then Biden had his butt checked, and Kamala Harris was president. <laughs> it's all kinds of stuff that just happened. Let's uh, want to go in and get into it, or you want to talk about our, what we did last night about our ice skating adventure? I don't, yeah, know, what, I don't know what your time is today. Uh, whatever you want to talk about. All right, so you know, we're not pushed for time today. Um, no, I'm free. I'm free right now. Well, let's, let's just talk about changes. let's just talk about our little ice skating adventure um, that we uh, that we were at at the Cosmo. Let me turn this CNN off. Yeah, you got CNN on the background. Uh, I can hear. I can hear know, the right? conversations. I'm so yeah. I've been watching CNN for the past days. There's so much crazy news. It's like oh, I can't turn it off. But yeah. Well, we had fun in the Cosmo. You did some great ice skating. You're like a little professional out there. I, I didn't fall, but I you was showing fall. off like you were oh, skating please. backwards. Skating. It's easier skating backwards than it is forward. I don't I'm know sure why. I, I swear it is for ice skating. There's something about ice skating. It's like you can get more momentum when you're like going backwards. Mm-hmm. But it was nice. We never got the free hot chocolate that we missed out. It was there. We just didn't get any. I thought we it like... It ran out. It ran out. out. But there yeah. were like a million cups still there, so it was like, yeah, that was there was precise. obviously like bad math. Because <laughs> there was like a hundred cups left. Yeah. Unless but, people were but, getting, people must have been getting refills, mixing with some rum or something. Probably. Yeah, but big shout out to HRC, Las Vegas, and uh, Golden Rainbow for putting on an amazing event at uh, the Cosmo at the ice skating rink, uh, which is 
it's aesthetically amazing if you're ice skating just having that view of the strip and you know i mean they all like 10 percent of the proceeds of drinks and food went to golden rainbow um which provides assistance to hiv patients um so it's a great cause good reason to drink and get drunk mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. but yeah just overall it was an amazing event they did a great job there's amazing turnout um highlighted the presence of HRC in Las Vegas. They're doing some really amazing work. They do um, do really good events. They do. I, they do. I mean, it, you know, they're putting in the work and they're bringing the community together by creating these fun events that everybody wants to do anyway and bringing everybody and who doesn't together. want to go and ice skating at the Cosmo on the rooftop? I yeah, mean, and it was, it was absolutely free to go ice skating. Um, your skate rentals were free as well. Um, yeah, just a great community event that everybody, I think I saw a smile on everybody's face. Oh, yeah. Um, I even talked to some people. But the most important thing about the night is I didn't fall. Oh, yeah, that's true. And I got to do my little show off, my once a year ice skating, looking like a professional. Uh, Tanya Harding over there. Uh, It was fun. It was fun. That, um... That one guy, he's like, yeah, you guys have been to every single one of our events. And I'm like... Yeah, since they've reopened, yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess there hasn't been that many events that they've done. But, I mean, why not go? It was fun. It's it's like Vegas. It's on the Strip. It's like fun activities. You might as well. I mean, especially I mean, I think, too if you I you're, think everybody that, that moves to a new area always complains like, oh, I don't know anybody. Yeah, I don't know what I mean. It's because you don't get off the sofa and <laughs> yeah. you don't go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love sitting on the sofa and just you, as much as anyone else. And you but, I mean, come from work and you park in your garage and you get out the garage into your home and you yeah. don't see anybody. Yeah, you're not going to meet anybody. I'm sorry to tell you that. Or people, like nowadays, you go to the gym and you have your headphones in and you don't like, you used to like at least talk to people here and there like nobody everybody's in their own little world now with their noise cancellation i'm hey i'm doing the same thing so whatever sometimes you don't want to be bothered but then it's like i even saw people there were some people i saw at the event yesterday that i'd already seen around and it's almost like eh, i've already not talked to you once might as well not talk to you again that's just how my brain works you know <laughs> start off fresh with some new people well Looks like Biden's starting off fresh with a new butt. Let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and get into the news, Jesse. Let's do it. All right, let's get into that new, new news that you need to know right here on the Doctor Ever Project. We'll be right back. I really wanted to like play a fart sound effect over here, but uh, I think I'm gonna have to finally retire this iPad because it's like it's on its last leg, and my uh, my sound effects board just like crashed over here for like the oh, second no. time. It's all right. I know we have two. You have an iPad. I know. That you yeah. refuse to use. Well, it doesn't have a case. I'm afraid. I'm, I'm talking about the, the 12.9 inch oh, yeah. It's so big. It's oh, just so such, big. Oh. How unfortunate it is. No, but this, this one that I'm the using for the sound... model is too large for me. <laughs> this new one that I'm using for the sound effects, it's it's literally the very first iPad they ever made. The very It doesn't even have a camera on it, but I've just kept it forever. 
I just like it. I feel like it's I mean, like I'm a, not gonna lie. Like I, I, I have a laptop. I have my phone. That's where I do most of my work. And I, and I, ha- I've had this other iPad, a 12.9 inch iPad. It's just pencil, too big. And I just don't really use it. It has a keyboard and everything. But by the time I'm like, I'm like typing on there, it's like I might just use my. Might my as well use the computer, right? I mean, I'm like, you know, damn. <laughs> It's just almost like unnecessary, like the size is almost just like unnecessary. I don't know, Jesse, but I don't know. Well, I want all that just so I can play this. (laughs) Well, I mean, Biden's being healthy. Says he's in uh, good spirits after his colonoscopy. You got to get that when you're a certain age, right? I mean, you know, we shouldn't be ashamed. He's got to... Your butt's just like your mouth or your eyes. You gotta get it. You gotta keep it healthy. You know. You know. Checked. You gotta get it checked. It's all right. They come. You know. Knock, knock, knocking. They'll put a glove on. It's all right. You know. You you can't be a president with the nuclear codes and afraid to get a little finger to get your butt checked. Come on now. I think uh, I think I heard someone say it before. Well, I'd rather have my my butt checked for. Uh, the, the hour that it takes and have them continually keep on checking on it after I get butt cancer. That's so true. So, that I mean, is so true. It's the reality of it. It's one of those things. I think after like a certain age, like it's I don't think it's like 50. You get a colonoscopy to see if you have polyps. Um, no, it's like funny to joke about everybody makes no, fun of like the gay serious. people and stuff and like yeah. and everybody needs to get something up the butt every now and then for medical purposes. Just like women have to do their boobs, don't they? Don't guys, you know, you're supposed to check your little ball sacks too to make sure you don't got nothing down there. Yeah, I remember like Tom Green when I was younger had uh, testicle oh, cancer yeah. and it was like this whole big thing he made it like a like, big thing check your balls check your balls testicular cancer and he made it funny you know yeah, it yeah, was I mean, like you know, so but, but it was cool it was a, it was a historic event it was for that you know for colonoscopy you get put under for uh-huh. in his case and for the hour and a half he was under Kamala Harris they were like the, 86 minutes or something yeah like Kamala that. Harris became the first woman to gain Let's power see. as oh, the president yeah. of the United States the first female so that she was actually the first female president today because of that. Yeah. Interesting. But is it kind of interesting? Like, I, I I love, like, American history and, like, you know, the whole roles and, like, the, the processes of a presidency. Like, he's going under for colonoscopy and someone literally had to get sworn in and, like, become the president in case something happened. All right, I, think, I just story. think it's so cool. And, you know what I mean? This is uh, Forbes did a story about it, even. Kamala Harris becomes the first president, female president of the United States, following a routine physical for colonoscopy on Friday. The White House said Harris is the first woman to hold the presidential authority. So it's presidential authority. Authority until, gotcha. uh, probably until, yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes Interesting. Sense. It's uh, the power is transferred during the time of and before of an anesthesia and to make sure he comes out of anesthesia okay. That's yeah. interesting. I mean, yeah, I mean, you have to. It's like that, what was that TV show we watched for a while? Um, Designated Survivor? Yeah. And it was, you know, there's always somebody that has to be in the room just in case everybody dies, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah, the, the Designated Survivor is like if everybody's going to the house to hear the president's address, if, you know, all levels of command, one person needs to be somewhere else just in case, you know, it was to be attacked and everybody, unfortunately, would pass away one person would become the president of the United States. Well, There's always, like, planning and, like... That's what I think. It's, it's so interesting. It's so so cool uh, that, our his, that our country has, like, all these amazing, like, formalities and things that have to take place 
you know, to keep the, the chain of command. Keep the line of succession yeah, going. It's, it's amazing. It's kind mm-hmm. of cool. I like it. Well, something else that's cool, you know I love this, Jesse. The uh, FDA. They said 18 and older. Get them booster. Let's go. Access granted. Access granted. Get them boosters, people. Like, because it's a nightmare right now for schools and people with kids. And if some kid gets the COVID and the school has to shut down and all this cleaning and oh my God, like, if, if we can stop the spread with more people getting a booster that voluntarily want to get the booster, that's great. That's going to help out a lot, don't you think? Yeah, I agree. And I, I, I feel for, for parents that, you know, are having to deal with that. I could just, you know, your kids just want to put a shoes on to go anywhere. And like, that's the mask. mask. And like, I mean, and there's, the, the fact is... I don't want to wear the mask. The fact is that there's an option. There's a way to eradicate COVID in this country right now. If everybody would get vaccinated, we can literally peel the masks off, pull, you know, end everything if everybody get vaccinated. But I mean, opening up these, the availability of the vaccine and, you know, makes it more accessible to everybody. Um, and it's going to make people that are a little bit worried more willing to go out and live their normal life. I think you and I have even experienced yeah. that. We've talked to people. It's like, yeah, yeah, we're, we're just going to. Some doctor was on a week ago. He was even, the doctor was on, on CNN. He was like, I'm doing Thanksgiving, I'm doing Christmas, I wear a mask when I need to, but I'm going to just start living my life. And people, yeah. people should just go start and living their life as well. Um, but the Food and Drug Administration announced on Friday. I mean, that's it's a big, it's Pfizer a big, and Moderna. It's a big step, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yes, yeah, so like, Pfizer and Moderna, 18 Like for me, like, I feel like it's my patriotic duty to, to do what I need to do to get the American economy on their feet to keep my fellow American people safe. Um, I'm going to do that to keep my neighbors safe, to keep my family safe, to make sure, you know, my neighbor down the street who owns a business can open up his business. I mean, I'm, I feel like out of the, all the things I can do, I'm doing my little part to, to make, you know, make the American engine rev again. I agree. Well, what else we got? What else we got? I'm ready to get back into it, back into it, but... Um, these court cases, Jesse. There's gonna be so many court cases. Well, one's done at least. So breaking news. Since you're attacking what else we got right give here? Us a question. So it looks like Kyle Rittenhouse is free, Mr. Jesse. Um, yeah. You didn't follow the trial, I know. I follow these. Got to find them fascinating. Um, yeah. And I, 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 so much information came out in the testimonies and with the witnesses different from what people were just reporting on the TV because they didn't really have that information. And I think that it's good to not jump to conclusions sometimes before you have all the information because the further I read into that case, the more I saw it as a, I wouldn't say self-defense, but I don't say you could say first-degree murder either because something people want to forget about this case is it didn't have anything to do with him going there or being where he wasn't supposed to be or any of that kind of stuff. It had to do with him killing people. So, like, that's what the trial was. And the one survivor even admitted on the stand that he pointed a gun at Kyle Rittenhouse before Kyle Rittenhouse shot him. So, I mean... I think the, that they, the they, 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 they overcharged a, the case, in my the opinion. The thing is, that the reason I don't follow cases and, and is because I've seen so much injustice in, mm-hmm. in the judicial system. Mm-hmm. I, I think that um, 
many minorities feel like the system doesn't always work in their favor. I mean, there's instances, but this thing that whether these are all white Martin people, the people that or, got shot were white, and he's white, so you can't really add race into this that much. I don't think. But it was it was during a Black Lives Matter protest. Well, it was more during the rioting. I wouldn't even say it was during the protests. It was like during rioting that was going on um, in that specific area due to something with the shooting. But it wasn't really even Black Lives Matter. It was more just rioters. Like I'm saying, like the people that he shot, one of them, they do know he had been breaking into buildings and businesses. Not that that deserves to be shot, but they say that they were coming after him and he turned around and shot them. I think the problem here, in my opinion, was the the prosecution went too far. They 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 tried to say he just shot these people out of cold blood, and that's not what the evidence turned out to actually show. I have a clip from let's see, this is from the Guardian. Let's see if there's actually people talking or another stupid thing I have to read. I'm, I'm not so surprised because in this city, my nephew was shot seven times in the back, and no levels, no charges were ever leveled. You have to understand, from day one, the judge had his hand on the scale. So this is Jacob Blake's uncle, and Jacob Blake but, is but the I, person that was shot that kind of started a lot of this and in you Wisconsin. Know, and, and that's all fine and dandy with this court case, but I just feel like black and brown people, including myself, feel that, you know, we've for carrying a cell phone, we've been shot in the Oh, I know, yeah. Let alone, I could just... In but what, that's the thing, what, like, that's what, not what this case was about, I, I'm though. Just, I'm, I'm telling know, you, I'm telling you the, how, how people feel. Well, I know. It's, it, there's, there's two Americas in which a person of color cannot carry a weapon like that and, and get away with it. They would, they, would, they would have been killed on the streets. Well, I don't think officers. anybody should be carrying a weapon like that around, number but, but one. I'm just, I know, the, I'm just giving the sentiment of, like, how people feel. Like, if, for a black and brown Oh, yeah, you would do that. They'd be after you. They'd be after you so fast. And then the fact that you know that just makes it seem were. well makes it feel like the the justice system doesn't always work in our favor. Um, yeah, we he want, was seen we, as like a vigilante the, at the we time. Want, we want the justice system to to do its thing. We need a justice system, but we think it. We feel a lot of people would feel that it's not fair for for black and brown people. Whether it's you know not having the resources to get legal help. Well, this um, guy, yeah, what, you know, people are donating money. What the, I, I saw a what clip the jury, of this mom. what the jury looks like. Uh, that are rendering these verdicts. But again, you can't blame that either. Like, I'm not, I'm that's, not, that's the I'm not system. blaming the. I'm but not blaming. Maybe the this will open the people's eyes to the system. I mean, I think I think black and brown eyes have been open a long time. It's 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 people. But this in, is a really good example. Of power, very high power ones that need to. There needs to be some action because the system or the laws in which they're created. You know, being whether you know how they're created just doesn't work out in the favor of because I do agree if that was a black guy that came from a a, you know a low income family he probably would be going to jail for murder right now but they took this kid they said they did mock trials and they even did mock trials with a mock jury you know how much that costs to probably do that and they, they said they tried one without putting him on the stand and crying so obviously when he was on the stand crying he'd rehearse that you know, like I kind of picked that up. Picked that up when the um, when his attorney was talking after the case. Um, let's see if I can find it. Um, but um, I just thought that was interesting that he almost admitted, like, yeah, like we practiced that. We practiced the crying. I just thought that was a little odd. Let's hear you guys for like two minutes. The decision to put Kyle on the stand was that a close call for you? Do you think that made a difference in the case? You want the truth? Yeah. yeah. Had to put him on. 
So the reporter's asking, was this a close call to put Kyle on the stand? And the lawyer's like, do you want the truth? It wasn't a close call. Um, at certain points, we wondered whether we would put him on. Um, we did, we had a mock jury, um, and we did two different juries, one with him testifying, one without him testifying. It was substantially better when he testified, I mean, to a market degree. And it's like, that, that should not be allowed. It, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you shouldn't be allowed to go out and, like, practice trials. You know, that's just not fair. Like, things like that are, like, what I do think people are, don't even maybe know happens. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but, but this, this falls in line with, um... I think it opens people's eyes this up falls what, in line how, with the like, links that people will go to to, like, get out. Well, this falls in line with what the narrative is, is that black and brown people don't have all the time those resources that are allocated to, to other people to do mock trials, to have proper representation. They usually sit in jail cells until court dates. They don't have time to meet with their representation. They're, they're dealing with, you know, public defenders that have, you know, mm -hmm. cases up the butt. Oh well, yeah, this and, guy was probably spent hours, like this was his full-time job. He had multiple lawyers. But also, this yeah. promotes, this is emboldening like vigilante justice like going into the streets to protect the, the community that you think you own. And he didn't even live there. He didn't even live there. Just, just taken to actual serious account, if it was a black and brown person going into a neighborhood doing the same thing, what the results would have been. And this is where the narrative is coming from for black and brown communities. So I mean, we're not here to, to go either way. We're just giving our feedback and how we perceive things. And I grew up in a certain, I grew up in a brown neighborhood and I saw the way people were treated and, you know, how the justice system works for certain people for, for stealing a pair of jeans. Someone went to jail for three years. Huh. Yeah, I mean, this is the type of system we're, we're talking about. And, and when you talk about having resources to do mock trials, yeah, this, this, our communities don't have those type of resources. So, yeah, when we say, like, the system is broken, it's not necessarily saying we don't need to have a justice system because that's not an accurate statement. It's just the system is designed for wealthy, affluent, and in this case, a white person. And it's just not the case for black and brown communities where wealth is, is a real issue. You know, we're dealing with having to pay bills, you know, living paycheck to paycheck. When something like this happens where, you know, you need you need to pay for legal fees, it's just not a realistic thing to do. <laughs> they charge, like, retainer and things like I mean, that, too. Like That's gonna, what I'm saying. They, the so level Obviously, someone gave this kid's family money. I saw an interview with the mother. They are, I do not think they come from wealth. Um, you know, just from seeing her and the way she speaks and presenting herself, I don't know that to be a fact, but I assume people donated money to this guy or these lawyers did it out of the quote-unquote goodness of their heart for the publicity. Yeah, <laughs> you know I mean? and I, I just I just feel like this these type of events that take place kind of further divide us and, and make us really question um, how the justice system works for, for certain people and if it's fair, if it's just... Um, and in this case, a lot of people within the community don't feel it. Like looking just over Twitter, um, they don't feel like it's. Oh yeah, I mean, a lot of people are saying this is not. And, and well, it's well, because people want to say this is not what would happen if it was my black kid or my brown kid. But that's not that's not how it works. I mean, each legal case is different and unique, and that's just unfortunately the system we have in our country. You have more money, you're going to get better legal. Like jeans. If you have more money, you're going to go out and get the best jeans. If you have no money, you go get the Walmart jeans. And that's just unfortunate 
things are better. I mean, it's the same with healthcare. Lots but of things it, in the country. And it's moments like this where people, it's really people in the black and brown community realize that there's yes. still a lot of work to be done. Uh, we need to continue mobilizing. We need to continue uh, voting people in office that remove oppressive uh, laws that are in place. Well, that, like this judge, too. People, like, the judge, obviously, I think if the judge had a decision to make, he would have probably let the kid off. And that was almost apparent during the case. I mean, I saw me. I saw clips. You know, like I said, I don't, I don't, I didn't watch the case. You know, every day like some people, I just, I just don't watch cases anymore because I followed cases before and I and I felt like the justice system didn't work. And after watching just Trayvon Martin, I just I stopped watching cases because it's it's not it's not always just a case. It's like it's how you see your community being treated and sometimes it just after a while it just hurts to continue to see the system working like that and with this like it just feels like it's another another time to where if it was your your son or your daughter in that position things just wouldn't have gone in that in that way and I, and it's not just because i wish this person ill because he's white because it's, it's not the case it's just that it's, when oh, we yeah. see it's, it's when we see the system working differently for us it's not that it you makes, want him to no, like not, have I, don't know this, I don't know this person at all i do think and, there's and, some and, and, and i didn't follow the, the case it's just that when i see members of my own community uh go against the justice system it works in a different way and just like I was mentioning before, I saw images of Coward House, you know, unhandcuffed, just, you know, just standing, hanging out over with the the, judge. standing over the judge. Chilling. This is a person, regardless of how the sentence is going to, this is a person at the time that was on trial for murder. Mm-hmm. And I just don't see that when it comes to black and brown people, that, that kind of treatment. And that's you. just the reality. That's the way we see things, whether that's, that's true in, in your world or other people's world. It's just oh, I know it's world, true. It's the world we we see because we live it. But it's it's just I mean Jesse, it's 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 money. That's it. It's about money. I mean that's just what it comes down to. And if you if you have resources, even like some of these um, the Ahmad Aubrey case and like that that's those people. The the um the prosecution and all is getting money and attention to help go after them like. These special investigators and these experts that have to come in—it costs and money. That's, and that's another it, case. It, it costs vigi- money. That's another case we're talking about, right? That vigilante justice. Yes. It, they felt that. They oh, were, that's a completely different story. Well, see, yeah. we, that's another oh, yeah. case where we'll get on that. It's where that's vigilantes felt like they were emboldened enough to to follow a black chase person who someone down in, in a truck and to to shoot to, them multiple shoot times. Them. And this is. This Again, someone cases, leaving like, their house, not minding their own business. But the problem is, you know? Brian, the problem is um, that it it becomes a thing to where does this give other people the idea? No, no, no I'm not saying they should have stayed no, home. I know, but like similar to Donald Trump, business. where like we've seen a lot of division, a lot yeah. of racism come up. Does this embolden other people to this vigilante justice? And I feel like I oh, think it's doing I the opposite. Do I can do this too. No, nah, I think and, it's the opposite. They don't want to end up in trouble. Does this put people? Does this put people black and brown? In positions to where now there, our safety and security is more of a threat. To mm-hmm. where running down the block in my community, if I live in an all-white community, am I safe to jog at nighttime with a hoodie on, just listening to music, or am I going to get shot? Because, I think this is a better cause situation because now you're thinking like this is a big trial. You can't not see it. It's all over Facebook. Both these trials, Kyle Rittenhouse and this other one, it makes people I think more in their head be like, oh, I don't want to go to like that. Um, QAnon shaman that just got four years in prison. 
these people are looking at those idiots and be like, I don't want to end up like that. So, you know, I'm not going to do anything. I think it's, it's a change in society even that these people are getting prosecuted, Jesse. That that's something that that's you almost should look at is I know, but that's not I, enough. No, the if if this other case, this um, Ahmad Aubrey case with the two gentlemen that shot him in Georgia, goes the same way as the Kyle Rittenhouse one. That's two. We're talking two different complete cases here. Like that was shooting this guy basically in cold blood, chasing him um, when he had no business. This other one was. Yeah, this Kyle Rittenhouse guy had a gun, but these people were coming after him and attacking him, and he supposedly was self de- was self defense. The other one, there's no self defense claim there because the people that shot him were the ones that had the gun all along. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like the aggressors were the ones that had the gun. I don't know. We'll we'll uh, we'll get into that. I don't want to get too far off track here. Get off track. Get off track indeed. How about some local Las Vegas news, Mr. Jesse? Let's do it. All right, here we go. We'll be right back. This is the Dr. Ever Project. Vegas ranked 10 best places to relocate in the world, Jesse. Hey, I, I agree with that. Number one right now, Austin, Texas. They are having like this amazing resurgence, Austin, Texas is. They don't want you to have bathroom doors in your bathrooms at your high school, but other than that. Number two, we got Tokyo. Jesse, number three, Charleston, South Carolina. Okay, okay. Dubai, Los Angeles. Another uh, Dubai on here. What's we got? Miami, San Francisco, followed by number 10, bringing it in, Las Vegas, Nevada. Looks like the factors were average temperature, average home price per square feet, um, let's see, average monthly salary and cost of living, number of restaurants, number of green spaces. And we always talk about that. There's like a bazillion parks here. There is a lot of parks. Like, I've never lived somewhere where there's like so many parks. You know, you just gotta have a little campfire, just like chill out. You know, so much, so much space. I like it. Oh, and also high-speed internet. We do. We have amazing internet here. I just did a speed test. It was crazy. I was like, <laughs> we wow. We do have amazing internet. We, we have some that wasn't amazing the case in the last internet. apartment, though. No, 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 not in the last apartment. No. I'm so excited for my new computer. I'm gonna be able to do so much more. I just don't want to have to. I just don't want to have to do all that effort. All that stuff I'm going to have to do to get it ready oh, will be a nightmare. <laughs> what else is going on? So, um, in all the local Las Vegas news, we got a driver crashed into a Dottie's Tavern, Jesse. Oh, no. <laughs> we see those Dottie's Taverns all over the place. Um, of, cor- of course, like, it was a uh, DUI, it looks like. Um, 
of course, but uh, thankfully no one was hurt, as a police spokesman said. It happened at uh, Las Vegas Boulevard North at 3.45 a.m. on Friday. They crashed right into the Dotties. You can see the whole truck. Can you see it? It's like coming all in. Oh, yeah. Like literally in the entire place. It's like literally up to the bar. Oh, God. It looks like Logan's truck a little bit. <laughs> all right. Uh, I do want to talk about what happened in Congress today. They passed another bill, right? They did. All right, well, we're going to take a break, and we're going to talk about that. We'll be right back. KBUT, The Butt, New Las Vegas Radio. This is the Doctor Who Ever Project. Stand by... Let's get some world and politics news, Mr. Jesse. They did it. They passed the, uh, what is this one? The social spending bill? Is that what this one is? The human infrastructure bill. The human infrastructure bills. Maybe that's why people don't know what it is, because it has so many different freaking names. Like, over here, it's called the social spending bill. So Yeah, it is I a mean, social like, spending bill, but I mean, it's been labeled as the human infrastructure bill because... Is that all the AS? Um, yeah, just because of what okay, it provides. I remember hearing that too now. To, to like, okay. Because the, the last bill was gotcha. added. Yes! You know, it was the infrastructure bill, which is building roads, bridges... Gotcha. Removing lead pipes for clean drinking water. Uh, this this build back better legislation is more along the lines of, of they label human infrastructure because it has the daycare, universal pre K, pre K. Uh, we need the pre K. Yes, paid uh, medical leave. We like that. Um, this has so so much stuff in here that. You know, I mean, I don't know exactly how it's going to end up. Well, that's the thing, because this is, it still has to go to the Senate, right? It does have to go to the Senate. That's I think why right I now wanna... it includes four days of, uh, I mean, four, re- four yeah, weeks I mean, of paid time just, off Just the stuff that's in the bill, it, like, reduces costs of prescription drugs, which is, like, so imperative to seniors, uh, especially in this district, because you know, a lot of people are, are on a fixed income, and, you know, paying $200 for your insulin or your, you know, whatever medication, and capping it to where it's only $56 or something along those lines makes such a huge difference in people's lives. And I think seniors were a, were a big, you know, thought when designing this legislation, but Let's it extends, and it also extends the child tax credit. Oh, which, which so many people don't even know they're getting that. 
or what it is. I mean, they would know if it's they stopped getting it. And I, if I started oh. getting three hundred dollars for each of my children, I would I would wonder why I was. Joe Biden should money. be signing his name on these checks. Yeah, I know realistically, but it but it's so important because um, here in, in in Nevada, in this area where we live, someone is at the door. Do we have a studio guest? I don't know about. I don't know. Should I check it on my uh, on the camera? See if he's at the door. Don't we'll, we'll worry about that later. Okay. Uh, but it also allows for four weeks of paid family and medical leave. There's a uh, bunch of boxes. I like it. Okay. It's an and, Amazon ferry. That's a bunch of boxes. Uh, and it, it builds for affordable housing, expands Medicare coverage, and creates clean energy jobs. Okay. Which is so we need jobs. I mean, is, everybody says they need jobs, and everybody's trying to hire and stuff. I'm like. I don't know. I don't see too many people like saying they don't have a job right now, though. Like, I don't know. I think it's more people need to hire than people looking. That's what it seems like. Well, here, let's, let's just play the clip. Can I play the clip from CNBC? Absolutely. Well, that's right, Carl. Democrats are finally passing their signature social spending package through the House almost straight down party lines. You could see lawmakers, Democrats, cheering and clapping as those final votes were cast. The final vote tally is 220 to 209. Every Republican voted against it. Almost every Democrat yes. voted for it. The only holdout was Representative Jared Golden of Maine. He's a moderate who was unhappy about the increase in the cap on state and local tax deductions because it benefits millionaires. But overall, Democrats were able to overcome concerns by moderates about the size of this package once the CBO score came out yesterday. What is that C? What is it CBO? It's like how it's they're going to spend a, it. It's a congressional budget office. So CBO. Yeah. So CBO, they're so they're okay. able to to they look, break it down and say this is how much this should cost over this period of time. Kind yeah, of thing. Well, they're able to take the actual cost of the legislation and how it's being paid for. Say whether or not you're increasing taxes or taking taxes away or changing something, and they can also account for. If this job, they can tell you this job is going to make this bill is going to make 144,000 jobs, and if you create 144,000 jobs, how much will those people pay in taxes? And so they can kind of tell whether or not it's going to be offset or cause more to the deficit. And what they've shown is that this will be absolutely at no cost to the American people once it's once it's done in 10 years. Which is which is amazing. Okay, I like it. I like it. We'll see. Uh, it still has to go to the Senate, right? Yeah, it has to go to the Senate for a vote. So that's always uh, uh, another another. See, story I think that's part of the problem because. But don't I think get it all goes in. This is a huge hurdle, though. I know. Like passing I know. the House, this this bill we thought was dead a few different times. And never second guess Nancy Pelosi because she always gets. Done. Well, they said it might be yesterday, and then it was today. So I was pretty surprised. Well, yesterday it was held up by uh, by Republicans doing you know extended uh, speeches on the House floor to oh, yeah, delay, delay the What's bill. The yeah. yeah. My new favorite thing they're talking about is they're going to if they win they're going to just elect Donald Trump to be the House Speaker because you don't actually have to be a member of Congress to be the Speaker. So they say they're just going to have Donald Trump be the Speaker of the House supposedly. We'll see. All right, there's a little bit more of this clip, and I want to play it because I just think people don't really know what's happening, and I don't know what's happening. I mean, and if I know, if I don't know everything that's happening, I know there's other people that don't understand all this too. Well, I mean, that no, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi did say. Okay. I was going to say, I think um, it was still being discussed. I mean, I think what the Democrats did was 
they literally had conversations about, you know, what, well, would, be good, be. what would be good for your constituents and what wouldn't be good. Cons- and they had arguments going back and forth, mm-hmm. which is which is That's exactly how, how the system is supposed to work. But I think people don't you, understand, though, like, it, just because they say you're going to have all this stuff, once it goes to the Senate, then they can pick it apart and add or subtract or whatever. So it might not even look like it looks now, but all this talk and the sharing and the news and everything and then that's why people are so confused because they don't understand yeah this is it's almost just like everything is almost just like a big brainstorm and then see how the the casserole turns out you know what i mean, I mean? it's like even just to put into like layman's terms when you're planning like a family vacation at the disneyland you might be you know leaving this day then you're going to stay at this hotel and then one person doesn't want to go to, to disneyland now you're going to magic mountain you know, you eventually somebody you know, doesn't want to spend it much, so you end up yeah, at a holiday end. Yeah, I mean, you're you're staying at the Motel Six, right next to the Match Mountain. But you really so, want to be at the Hilton, but yeah, you know, it's, it's but, but, but you're trying to make everybody just as happy at the Holiday Inn as they might have been at the Hilton. Exactly. That's the that's the hard part, I think. Yeah. So everybody can just relate to what it's like, you know, working with your own family members. Just imagine working with so many different members of Congress, and you know, they're they're there's lots you know, of working on behalf personalities of their, yeah, nowadays. Yeah, working on behalf of their constituents. So many unique people. I mean, I think it used to be more streamlined. You get the same kind of people in and out of politics. You might get a little wackadoo here and there. You might get a little crazy Christian-y person here and there. You might get a little crazy lefty person. You might get a little crazy... Uh, there's, there's even people that are... Okay, there's a guy on a radio show I listen to that calls in all the time, and he, he claims that, like, um, black people were, were chosen by God, and there's just, like, spaceship in the sky. It's a big wheel. I don't know. All kinds of nonsense. But there's all kinds of wacky people. You never know what kind of wackadoo you might get here and there from, like, whatever they might represent. You just... But nowadays, it seems like there's, like, a lot of them. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of wacky people. I mean, I think, I think they've, they've figured out that the more extreme on whatever side it is, you'll get more media attention. And I think people have kind of used that as a way of fundraising or getting attention on, on news stations to bring more focus to what they're doing. Um, so I think that's just kind of been the narrative lately. And I think Trump kind of is the person that kind of created that whole... You know, it, the crazy coverage, the news coverage you'll get. You know I mean? Well, it's like the WWE presidency. It's like the crazy storyline and the wackiness and just kind of being okay with being a spectacle. I don't know. Well, something else we were just talking about, Jesse, has already made it back in the news. So we're going to take a break and I'm going to see what you think about this. We'll be right back. I hate that I kind of have a similar opinion as this guy. I'm going to be canceled. This is the Dr. Ever Project. We'll be right back. KBUT, the butt, new Las Vegas radio. Get ready to feel something. You're listening to Dr. Whoever. Do you remember our conversation just a couple days ago about um, the Sesame Street getting a new Asian American cast member? Yeah. Well, people, they do not. They do not see it as a good thing, Mr. Justin. <laughs> uh, apparently, CPAC president calls to defund PBS over it. Um, but the part that I found 
interesting is um, he put out a tweet. The president of CPAC put out like a tweet. Yes, a tweet. Well, the, the problem is he asked the same question I asked Jesse, and I'm like, oh, you're not allowed to ask questions anymore? His tweet says, what race is Ernie? What race is Bert? Are you insane, PBS? We should stop funding you. So I didn't go that far. But the first part, I also was questioning him. Excuse me. I mean, I, fishy, 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 I gotta, fishy, I mean, fishy. I don't know. No, Bert. Right. That, that's not loud enough. You're calling very quiet. Oh. What race are Bert? Yeah, fishy, 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 fishy! Bert's kind of yellow with a. Quiet. Quiet. Bert's kind of yellow with like a cone head. Yeah, and an fishy, orange fishy, nose. Fishy, fishy. And Ernie's kind of reddish brown with a red nose. My thing is though, like, I just don't. Are you, are you that bothered fishy, fishy, that fishy, fishy, that there's some type of representation for? I'm not. That's what I said. I'm not. Oh, but I just I'm putting it as a general. But I kind of understand. But this is what I'm saying though, like. When, when when people go out of their way to create something, to fix something that's not broken, like, it just kind of calls out um, the ability for things like this to happen on the other side. But you have no, to be I, the smarter person and be like, oh, that's just an idiot trying to call out Sesame Street. No, but it's also, it's also, it's, it's a bigger picture than just Sesame Street. So you're making me sound like the, the super, like, brown person now. But I mean, it, it has to do with, like, representation not just on Sesame Street but in like other cartoons like for myself like you know there's been there's been the Simpsons there's been like Family Guy you know what I mean those are traditional white characters you would say right mm, I don't know Family I've never, Guy oh yeah Family Guy the I mean Simpsons, yeah yeah Family Guy kind of like white. a white structure because they have like Cleveland's they're, they're the black white ones well, see, but they see, have that's like that's different Family Guy is white and then they have Cleveland over there who is black clearly like, that show, they clearly show races. South Park, they clearly show races. The Simpsons, they're not really clearly showing races. Like, in the, in the, the, the example... Tell me okay. the, uh, Apu. Apu the that's literally the only example, and I think that's more being more of like a commentary on that type of person, having that type of a job as a joke versus the race, in my personal opinion. So you don't see Smithers as a, as a, older, as a white guy working for Mr. Burns? Yeah, well, he is. That's what I'm saying. They're just little. I don't see him as but a but white I, guy. But what am I saying? My, my I actually face, always thought. Okay, what I'm, I'm saying? The bigger picture is. I always what I'm thought the bartender that. was black because he has kind of like curlier hair. Like the bartender Mo. I was like, oh, I just assume Mo is black. Oh, you're so off. I don't know. Yeah, you've never been good at that. But but anyways, like I. Was I never saying, really thought about it. I just thought they were the yellow. They're the Simpsons. No, but but like, what I'm saying is that traditionally cartoons haven't had much representation so like being like being able to have an asian character on sesame street are you that in uprage like that bothers you so much you want to defund like sesame street well that's like, the problem what yeah, you should yeah, what you should say is like hey i never thought that there was race for Bernie, they, ernie but you like know what i'm doing I am yes. cool, but i am cool seeing right. that that asian americans are represented on sesame street and i think that's cool progressive and i hope one of those kids watching sesame seats Sesame Street sees themselves in that character and can identify it and makes them proud. That's the conversation. That's that's what a person that isn't racist says when something like that happens. You know what I mean? It's like I get it, and that's and that's how I feel. I mean, 
Is that really hurting you? Are you are you so upset? If you're that, that bothered about what PBS. Sesame Street is doing in the first place, then it's like you know you just need to get a life. <laughs> I just like leave. I just feel like you should leave Bert and Ernie and Sesame Street alone. And like again, Elmo, it's red. He's like a Cookie Monster blue. Like they're not even people. They're like the monsters. So like. I don't know. I just don't but get you, you it. Can I don't say, get you it. can say that because, it, but there is some kind of I don't like. Get it. There's different colors, like even with like uh, Porky Pig. But then you saw like Speedy Gonzalez, who was obviously Mexican. Oh, well, that's I more mean, because they ended. Yeah, but, but, but I'm better, saying that, that this isn't like a new thing. Like there's. But that's there's the thing. Big, that was not because of race. That was because wanting to do that like character. It wasn't. But it was. It was. And it was Meister based, Brown. Meister Brown. It was. Based, Brown. It, was no, it was based on. A Mexican person with a sombrero, okay. dressed in traditional Mexican. What's the thing where you wear with the hole in it and like you drape it a over you? Yeah. Yeah. To say that, but to say that it's not the case is just come, come on now. Let's All be right, real. Fine, fine, you win. I'll give Obviously, it to you. Obviously, I do. I'll give it to you in my face. I was really getting into that. Like, I just, I love me some um, Sesame Street. Don't you be making fun of Sesame Street? Dare you? Idiot CPAC nonsense ruining Sesame Street. Goddamn people. How do you? I just don't understand. Like, how Wait. can you like hate on this kind of stuff? Mm. It just. Boy. It's like Mr. Rogers. Look at that moon. Like you can't like That's taint pretty. it. Do you ever think you might like to visit the moon? Well, I did. Alright, we're gonna get some LGBTQ plus rainbow people news. On a rocket ship. Wait for you to say something on that. Yes, you ready? Yeah, go. Alright, we'll be right back. Dog Rabbit Project. Sam got a cue it. Yes, queen, yes, queen, yes, queen. I can see you now. I'm not used to this. LGBTQ plus news making. I liked it better when I couldn't see you. Clear. There will be glitter. And I feel like I'm waiting for acknowledgement sometimes. Never acknowledged you before when you couldn't see me. I know, but now I can. It's throwing me off. Okay, girl, bye. Bye. Most Americans are repelled by the mere notion of homosexuality. The CBS News survey shows that two out of three Americans look upon homosexuals with disgust. No matter what you preach or say. No matter what you preach or say. There's no fighting tonight. You can breathe again. Yes, queen, yes, queen, yes, queen. Yeah! Hey, you over there. This is the Doctor Whoever Project. Stand by. Well, Starbucks is in the news again. It's not good, Jesse. Not good. Is a powerful thing. What does Starbucks do now? Well, it looks like Starbucks accidentally might have possibly, just maybe, called someone by the wrong pronoun, Jesse. Oh no. <laughs> Um, according to a former Starbucks barista who identifies as non-binary, um, they're suing the coffee chain, claiming supervisors repeatedly misgendered them in a lawsuit filed in Illinois on November 9th. Um, oh, supervisors from an employee. So, apparently, manager at Starbucks who probably has... Let me just guess what a manager at Starbucks probably has. I'm going to guess they have between 30 and 50 employees. They're probably part-time managing throughout a three-month period of time. We'll just say that, 90 days. Masks. People wearing masks on their face, right, Jesse? Covered in masks. What else do you wear at Starbucks? Uniform. Little thing. What's it called? Apron. 
apron thing, whatever, you're not going to recognize everybody and be able to remember them. I'm just sorry. It's, just, it's, it's not possible. And a lot of Starbucks people kind of look the same and all. Like, they're young kids and, like, young people all kind of look the same. And I just don't think you can really well, I, completely... I, you can't, like, the people I've talked to that are transgender... They've always been like, yeah, I get it, you know, sometimes people mess up. Now, if you're going out of your way to do it and be mean or something like that, I feel like that's different, but I don't see that at a Starbucks. Like, I feel like that's a very... If you are LGBT or something like that, even mentally disabled people I see working at Starbucks and being treated very well by their management and their other employees and the actual people that come in and order coffee. I feel like it's kind of like a, a very safe place to work. Am I wrong here? I don't love Starbucks, to be honest. Well, you but don't, I, you don't I think know that's you. a kind of safe... Well, you're making a, a coffee gener- shop. You're making a general. generalization. You don't know the, I don't. how the employees I don't. get treated. But I you see... The, I've been into the, many of a Starbucks. Yeah, I've been into Starbucks for... I've day. seen lots of for rainbow bracelets and race, rainbow things people wearing that work at a Starbucks proudly showing rainbow stuff. Yeah, but so that's just in my about, opinion. I feel like it's about, open we're talking about You're talking about one... One particular store, and, the, where, and this is also and, one and specific also, person. Can, can I speak? Please? Yes, you may. You may. Thank Continue. you. You may go. So the supervisor, as a supervisor, has a responsibility to properly address their employees. And if the if the if the supervisor cannot remember their pronouns, maybe you should have your employees. Hey, I'm having a difficult time with this. You know, let's you know we can put. Your pronouns on, on, your, name on tag. your name tags to make things easier, but that that person working at Starbucks deserves to be treated. Um, I'm not saying they don't. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that that employee deserves to be treated equitably, and if they identify as a certain way, the supervisor needs to make an effort to address them by their proper pronouns and let them work with the dignity of being. Address properly. Okay, I get that all that. I That's fine. I get it in my face. And I know it's not. And I know. And I know it's not easy for everybody. And I'm not but saying. You, that's not no, I'm not saying that. I'm I'm I know it's not easy for everybody. You know, with the pronouns and stuff. But you need to make a conscious effort because just because it's the good thing to do because they're a human being and they've gone out of this way to to address. Well, how do you, they, they how do you be quantify this? So like that's something like how do you quantify this? And okay. If I was manager of said Starbucks, just imagine a Starbucks, and I have five people working around me, I'm not saying, hey, him, hey, her, go get a refill, go clean the bathrooms. I'm saying, hey, Johnny, hey, Steve, hey, Ashley, go do this. How often are you even referring to them as he, she, them, they, whatever, when they're not, when they're in, when they're in earshot? Like, I, that's something, too, I don't well, want to quite like understand. I, like I said, the... This whole stuff, everything we're discussing is speculative. Like, we don't know the situation. It just seems very fishy. And it's just, I mean, we can go back and forth and give a hundred different scenarios of how it all played out. But if we don't know, I mean, it's just it's just all hearsay. Well, and it goes on to say, uh, subject to continuing patterns of sexual harassment and gender discrimination. So well, there it is. Maybe there's more to it. Um, I guess at one point they were told to man up, in quotes. Again, though, like, can you sue somebody for saying something like that, hurting your... Can you sue someone for hurting your feelings? That's going to be something we're going to have to figure out in this country. It's called harassment. That's what that's called. 
Yeah, but if, uh, you, you yeah, know, harassment is doing something multiple times and like documenting it. Like if somebody just said just... tells you one time to man up, and then you say, "Hey, I'm not a man. I was uncomfortable with that," and then they continue to do it. That's harassment. Doing something one time, and if you don't say something, nobody knows you're being harassed as well. So well, like you got to speak up. This is all hearsay at this point. It's so. hearsay, hearsay. So right, Starbucks well, do better. Starbucks do better. Treat your people well. I don't even go shop at you anyway because I don't think you're that great of a company. Oh, you're a liar. You love Starbucks. Oh, I, I mean, I like it, okay, but I don't go in there anymore. I don't go out of my way to go into a Starbucks. What's going on? What up, Mel? What was that? <laughs> Oh, it's on here. It just turned up really loud all of a second at the end. This is like the very end of it when they all get a grinder message grinder and run away. Message. They all you get a grinder message. You checked your phone real away. quick, didn't no, you? No, I'm looking at this one. Oh, I did with my app open? I saw you. I was trying to find I my saw the, I saw a little panic in your eye real quick. I was like, what is that? Because it goes down and then it drops back up uh, to tell me. It's supposed to be telling me to continue on and move on to the next yeah, segment. Move on, please. Move on. Do you need lighthearted right, stuff? Everything yes. is so like well, kind of deep on this. You don't want to hear about how this girl threw soup in no. this woman's face? No, not really. Don't you have any like? Isn't like like any comedian doing like a movie or something? You want to hear how this like? Oh well, I did have a did did have something with a movie thing. I want to talk to you about. I thought what was it? Maybe I no. Maybe I didn't. We already talked about marvelous Miss Maisel. <laughs> There's a new Spider-Man movie coming out. Oh, I don't care about that. No, there's really nothing. There's no new movies. The 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 Prada movies coming out. That's oh, I have a thing though. Like, is it just me or maybe it's just you know my content? Have you seen like recently? Every single car company has had like some kind of like electric vehicle announcement. Oh, recently. what's coming? Yeah. From, like, well, Biden was just driving a Hummer at GMC. I saw the new Ford F one fifty EV. Looks amazing. Um, I saw the new Hummer that looks so dope. Yeah, Biden was driving. It was I mean, cool. I think this is what Americans have been asking for a long time, and I think finally because of legislation, because of you know things are going with with greenhouse emissions, that they finally took having electric vehicles seriously. And these cars look amazing. Like they look really impressive. They look so futuristic, which is really my style. Um, so I'm kind of excited to, to buy my next car. <laughs> I mean, this Audi, electric Audis look nice. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. You want to hear about um, a... How about how about you hear about a homeowner in Arkansas that got told they didn't want to see his uh, inward Santa Claus inflatable in his yard? <laughs> I think we've talked enough about race today. Uh, this guy received an angry letter from his homeowners association saying that they did not like his uh, African-American Santa Claus. This is in Little Rock, Arkansas. So that just tells you a little bit about what's going on there. I mean, it, it's not even that black of a... Like, you can barely even see the face. Like, it's... Is that, it, is that the thing? It's not that black? Who cares what well, I mean, color I, the Santa Claus is? When, Who's to say what color Santa Claus really is? When you have, when you have the, the hat... And the beard and everything, like the face is hardly even there. You have to look real close to even like tell that that Santa Claus has a darker face than normal. Like so, I wouldn't so even notice. Let me let me understand this. So, if it was a, a light skinned Santa, there would have been no issue with the HOA. But because the the Santa, I don't know appeared, if I can read this, appeared to be black. That was the issue. Is this what really what we're talking about? Yeah, I have the letter here. I don't even know if I can read it, Jesse. I might have no, to no. let you. I might have to let you read it. I don't no, think I. I don't know if I'm allowed to read this. The um, here, well, well, I'll, I'll read it here. Give me a second. 
some editing in this, uh, some editing of this here. So yeah, so this gentleman, Lakewood area. He looks like a super nice guy. He's even got a shirt on. Look at him. Do you see the photo? He's wearing like a Santa shirt in his. In <laughs> Chris Kennedy posted on Instagram this letter from his homeowners associating said, "Please remove your Negro Santa Claus yard decoration. You should not try to deceive children into believing that I am a Negro." The note read, I am a Caucasian white man to you and have been for the past 600 years. You're jealous of my race. Your jealousy of my race is no excuse for dishonesty. Besides that, you are making yourself a laughingstock in the neighborhood. Obviously your values are not that of the Lakewood area and maybe you should move to a neighborhood out east with the rest of your racist kind. Yours truly, Santa Claus. Somebody left this in this man's yard. I cannot believe that when I actually found that. I mean, I think that's wow. So, I think it's so troubling that wow that you're that people are so offended about the color of Santa Claus. Wow, this, this fake this fake entity that that's doesn't really exist. And it um, makes you be so hateful. Something that's but that's what I have a problem with religion and all. It's like. Something that's supposed to be so nice and lighthearted just gets morphed into this disgusting, money-hungry, power-hungry greed. I mean, yeah, this is, well, that's just a, a, a racist person that, um, yeah. that decided that they could vocalize their, their yeah. views, you know I mean? Well, this I, guy feel, I feel bad for sucks. the guy, he should feel, he should feel safe in his own name. Oh yeah, but he got on the news and everything, so it's like, you know, it turned out to be one of those things where it's like, in your face. In your Whoever wrote that letter, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you actually end up being the bad guy. No, he's definitely the bad guy, but he sh also shouldn't have to go through that. I mean, that's not oh, Of course cool. not. But, hey, try, hey, when when you're presented with things like that sometimes, this I think this is the modern way of, like, put it on Facebook. Show that somebody was an asshole to you, and, like, other people will give you support, and I think that helps people grow and realize that there are people out there like that, and the slight little racist things that people still kind of do, and... They maybe don't even notice it. They do all kind of add up to something sometimes. You know? Leads to, you know, things like this. So if somebody feel like they can write an anonymous letter to a man over a freaking Santa Claus inflatable. I think inflatables are tacky as shit, but whatever. You gotta deal with it nowadays, right? Alright, you wanna wrap it up soon, Mr. Jesse? Yeah, let's wrap it up. I, I got an interesting science story, and then we'll wrap it up for the day. How about that? Sounds good. The three best words I would use to describe you are as follows, and I quote, Stag! 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 From my heart and from my head, why don't people understand my intention? Well, um, this year, this past couple years, we've all been kind of learning about, like, vaccines and diseases and, I don't know, viruses a lot more, don't you think, Jesse? 
just been a lot more in the news and you kind of have you've almost had to learn like I think we've all learned a little bit about help and just all that just all kind of rolled into one and um, you know you got to take the good with the bad that we were talking about and you know you learn a little bit of something it's all right you can learn a little bit um, but there has been a discovery by the CDC Jesse and it's a little bit I don't know it's a little bit frightening so the CDC found smallpox in vials in like a old lab, Jesse. Um, we, do we even vaccinate for that anymore? We don't, right? Because it was for, for smallpox? Yeah, we do. Well, our, I don't think we do. I think we used to, but it's been eradicated so we don't anymore. Or I don't know. Or do you get when you're a kid? Because of the vaccine. Then. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. Well, it looks like the some vials that were labeled smallpox were found in a laboratory in Pennsylvania, according to the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention, late on Thursday. Um, they have no evidence that it was tampered with or anything like that, but they're going to test it to find out what it is. I mean, that's a little scary. <laughs> what do you think? I mean, yeah, I, I mean, agree. but I mean, you have to study things, and also things do need to be studied. I get it, but you, you know, I think again. A lot of this stuff has opened up people's eyes to maybe some lack of oversight, you know, because of our private sector and the way things are done here, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, we should have threw in the electric car segment during here, too. <laughs> I do want to get one of those electric cars. I want to just test drive one. One of the new Audis, maybe? Yeah. They look nice. They do look nice. They have, like, the... What's the SUV one that's bigger than mine? Like, the... Seven? Seven? Six? It's like a smaller SUV that I really like. Well, you want to wrap it up, Mr. Jesse? Thought we already did. Well, we're, we're <laughs> wrapping up right now. We got our broken hip hop wrap up, and then we're done for the day. Yes, let's go. You're you're thrown off by being able to see me. On you the are, because you're because you're making faces like are nodding, nodding. Nobody can hear nodding on the air. You gotta, yeah, let's. Well, I'm I'm not used to saying something because you would say that normally, then you would just go. Now you're looking at me for approval. So we're gonna have to figure out this. You know how we're gonna yeah, do this. Move your monitor over. <laughs> throwing you off, obviously, because I'm doing the same thing I always do. <laughs> We'll get it together, people. It we'll is throwing me off. That's okay. I don't think that's a good idea. Want to get that big curved monitor? I won't be able to see it. Wrap it up. Wrap that gavel up, Well, have you ever heard of a rapper called Young Dolph? D O L P H. No, I don't hear about these obscure rappers you find. He, I don't think he's obscure. He uh, this video, this video has been played seven million times. Um, this is Young Young Dolph D O L P H talking to my talking to my scale. That's what the name of the song is. Let's see what's this interesting song. Young Dolph was shot and killed at age 36. This, I guess, just happened on the 17th. Memphis Police Chief uh, released a statement. Uh, young 
young Dolph was shot in Memphis today. Uh, the shooting is another example of senseless gun violence they're experiencing locally and nationwide. These are like, these stories just keep popping up. These like, this, this song is, has almost 8 million views, so I mean, it has to be fairly popular. Uh, let's see. He was shot and killed in his hometown of Memphis, 36 years old. It doesn't really even say why, like exactly what was going on. Looks like there was a reporter on the scene from Fox 13. He's uh, on the scene of the shooting on the airwaves. Um, hearing about the Memphis shooter rapper Young Dolph, maybe a victim in the shooting. Shootings happen at Maka Cookies? Maka does cookies? That's a weed store, maybe. <laughs> There's a cookies place here called, weed place called Cookies here. I don't think they have weed. I don't think weed's legal in Texas. It's definitely not legal in Texas. Well, I guess it has been confirmed. It's true. I mean, this is just kind of like a lot of, a lot of like other stuff. Apparently, he was months prior in uh, North Carolina. Actually, he was shot multiple times in 2017 in Charlotte for something. Interesting. So I guess this guy was connected with like Soldier Boy because people were like telling Soldier Boy he should come out and like say sorry. I, I can't. It's hard to even read this. There's so many freaking names in this article. Well, R.I.P. to my friend Young Dolph. This broke my heart. Gucci Mane tweeted out. We'll wrap it up with that. All right. Well, that was fun. The song is terrible. Alright, well we're wrapping it up. If you stuck it out for the whole thing, again, appreciate it so much. I'll figure out how I can like deal with this better with you and your head over there. I can see your, I like seeing your smiling little face, but other than that, it's like throwing me off. Alright, well thanks a lot. We're out. See you later. Later, everybody. Bye. They look at me like I'm crazy, but then they know this right here. The whole here crew's is me. back for season two. And then I'll give them the peace. I'm out. Okay. Bye bye. This could affect I've been selling bags about a 50 nigga. Pinky ring, it cost me 750 nigga. Pour an eight and drink it, I don't sip it nigga. Kicking shit and smoking, no forbidden nigga. You a grown man, stop all of that.